Welcome to the show, boys and girls. It's another team preview episode of WNBA Nation. It's the Connecticut Sun episode. It's about time. Connecticut fans have been waiting. We know UConn fans are out there. We know the Sun fans are out there. We know you WNBA Nation listeners who just listen to every episode because you're cool are out there. So thanks for joining us. I am your host today, Logan Jones. With me is co-host Kyle Haywood. Kyle, what's going on? Oh, you know, man, just stoked to talk about the sun. This, I'm so glad that I'm not missing this episode because I love talking about the Connecticut sun. Like, hands down, one of my favorite teams to chat about. And, uh, I always love to bring them up whenever possible. So yeah, dude, I, thanks for letting me be on this episode. I'm, I'm really amped about this. Sure, man. The sun, I bet sun fans are so irritated sometimes with <laughs> getting, getting the short end of the stick on our show. And it's never because we're slamming them. We're never like, I don't believe they're good. But we're just, there's always a sexier team or some, like, just some drama happening elsewhere in the league. And we're just so used to Kurt Miller's son team being playing steady team basketball and being really good and being in the playoffs and causing problems for playoff teams. Even when it comes to picking, like, our, like, picking our winners in the playoffs, I feel like it's always more fun to pick other teams. And then we look at the sun roster and we all say, Oh, uh, maybe we've been disrespecting Connecticut this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. Connecticut is the one team that is, they're just a perfect picture of consistency. Ever since we started the show, all they've done is just casually like been right toward the top of the league. Never like number one, never number one, but they're never like, you know, they're not volatile. They're just like steady at what they do. And there's never a ton of drama surrounding the team. And so like, we don't bring them up a ton because of that. And yet all they do is just win a lot of ball games. And so, yeah, I'm pumped about this. I've got, I've got a lot of reasons why people, if you're checking this episode out to see if you should be a sun fan, I got some reasons for you today. We'll just dig right into it. The story so far with the Sun is that since 2016, when Coach Kurt Miller, who is awesome and a friend of the show, took over, they've been in the playoffs every year except the first one. They didn't qualify at Kurt Miller's first year. Um, since then, lost in the second round twice in a row, lost in the WNBA Finals to the Washington Mystics. If you listen to the Mystics episode, this is the other side of that coin. Uh, they, they looked like 2019 might have been finally the year where they were going to climb the mountain. Didn't happen. Deladon happened instead. Uh, and then last year gave Las Vegas just about all it could handle, but lost to Vegas in the semis three to two. Really good series that people don't seem to talk about. Very right? Like, so true. <laughs> Fantastic series. Yeah, that bothers me more than anything because we, we've been known to ignore the sun, but I kept thinking like, you know, the sun started that wobble season, which only lasted 22 games or so. They started at one in five. Yeah. Like that's that sort of start in a season that basically lasts like a month. Like that should doom you to irrelevance and your your players like should be thinking about Cancun by midseason. Instead, <laughs> they they were going up against MVP Asia Wilson, handing it to the Vegas Aces and making it a series. 
Yeah. So that was your last year's Connecticut Sun. Uh, very, very different from the 2020 Mystics. Yes. Uh, we just did the, the Mystics preview and it felt like kind of a punted year for, for the Washington Mystics. A lot of players were gone. They didn't look like themselves. The, the Connecticut Sun basically, like they had just like plenty of injury issues and COVID people sitting out and they just run it back anyway. You can always count on them to do that. Uh, it's why they're one of my favorite teams to talk about. I'm excited to dig into their roster with you right now, Kyle. But before we dig into that, your 2020 impression of the Connecticut Sun and kind of where, like, where they go from there. Um, I, I was a little disappointed in where they were. Now, granted, you know, obviously, you know, Alyssa Thomas was injured. We were missing John Quell Jones. Like, there was a lot that happened, and it's a wobble season. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not projecting too much. Uh, I'm not taking a lot of 2020 into consideration. Like I'm not, I'm not weighing it as heavily as other seasons. Uh, you know, as other years that we've done previews, like you look at the previous season, you're like, okay, hey, this is, this is big because there's so much variety with what happened with the wobble and the COVID and everything. Um, I was a little disappointed with Connecticut. I thought that they, they were a lot better team than they, than they showed. Um, last season. So, uh, I'm actually excited and, and hoping that we see a little bit more from them, but I don't know. I think they've got an uphill battle, um, because of some of their personnel issues right now, but I'm, I'm still excited to see Connecticut, uh, back on the court and, and vying for a spot in the playoffs again this season. I think they're definitely a playoff team. Yeah, I agree. I think we know they're probably going to want to be back there. Uh, we've talked quite a bit about past teams and other previews and how, Likely or unlikely, we feel like it, you know, they can, you know, those bottom teams can slip into one of these, you know, seven or eight seed spots. I don't know if Connecticut's going to be in like the bottom of the playoffs or more towards the mid tier, but I certainly think they're going to be there. So if, if a team like the Wings or the Atlanta Dream or the Fever want to beat someone out, I don't think Kurt Miller's group is going to be the one. Um, I'll, I'll say that much for them. Mm. They're returning roster. They have one Dewana Bonner, uh, who we love on this show, uh, guard slash forward. She's, she's been a force in the league for a little while now. They've got a Brianne January. They've got a Brianna Jones, uh, John Quell Jones, who correct me if I'm wrong, did not play in the wobble season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was, yeah, a- just, uh, just probably the most important player on their team. Not mm-hmm. a huge deal. Um, <laughs> Beatrice Montpremier's there. We like her. Uh, she was a rookie last year, hoping to see some more of that this season. Uh, Jasmine Thomas is still there. They have Alyssa Thomas on the roster, but there's, there's not going to be, uh, there's not going to be an Alyssa Thomas. She's, she's going to be injured this year. Not going to play. That's the core. The, the big one there, I think, is obviously John Quill Jones. Right. I mean, like six, six, like force in the league been around for a little while it's, i think she's going into her fifth fifth season if you don't include last season it's kind of just like a lost year mm-hmm. um that's that's a good person to build around like we we talk about how the sun don't have like star power as much as they just have like pieces that all work well together i think john quill jones probably warrants the star power treatment i don't know what about you Absolutely. She was kind of one that didn't explode onto the scene, uh, early on. You know, she came out of the University of, uh, or from George Washington University and kind of came on slow start into the league. But then I believe one, trying to keep my awards straight, uh, like sixth woman of the year and then, 
uh, most improved or vice versa. I think it might have been most improved and then sixth and then had an MVP run. Like it was literally like back to back to back seasons, like most improved sixth woman MVP, like in that order or something like that. Um, an absolutely phenomenal player who can do almost anything on the court. John Quill Jones is, is just a nightmare for opposing coaches and opposing players to have to defend against. So that's a, that's the big name. The other big name, if you were to pick two stars off, if you were to pick three stars off this team, really, um, yeah, it would be John Quill Jones, um, Alyssa Thomas, um, who's, who's likely out the, the entirety of this season. And then I would, I would, uh, also say, yeah, Dewana Bonner that you already mentioned, um, coming, uh, she, she came from Phoenix, um, and, uh, you know, there's some other, uh, solid, it's hard because there's so many role players on Connecticut. Jasmine Thomas is a fantastic player. Uh, Brian January, uh, Natisha Heideman actually played fantastic last season, really had a strong season last year after not seeing a ton from her. Um, and so, I mean, there's a, there's a lot here. Plus they picked up, uh, Dijonate Carrington, you know, they've got, uh, they've got several players that there's a lot yeah, there, there's a lot here uh, for Connecticut to play with. And so, yes, they are going to miss Alyssa Thomas, but they've got quite a bit um, still on this roster. This is this is a deep Connecticut Sun roster, and I'm, I'm excited to see what Kurt Miller, Kurt Miller does with this. Yeah, Alyssa Thomas, uh, I believe that's an Achilles repair that she had to undergo back in January. So mm-hmm. she's not just like a little bit out. She's for sure yeah. out. <laughs> that is an injury that sucks. Fix, fix her shoulders while we're at it. Like let's, yeah, yeah. She's <laughs> just... got the shoulders issues. She still played through it great last year, but tore her Achilles in January. It's yep. heartbreaking. We, we've seen Bree Stewart defy all odds and just win everything there is to win after an Achilles tear. So I feel like there's a lot more hope with that injury than there used to be. Absolutely. It used to be like the doom of a career. Um, but still incredibly difficult to come back from. So we hope that she comes back and that her and, and Bonner get back at it. Cause they were a really fun duo to watch last season. Um, the other player I wanted to call out as far as returning players was, uh, John Quill Jones fill in at center, Brianna Jones last year. Yeah. Um, average, average career highs. I mean, not, not saucy, splashy numbers. I mean, it was like 11 points, five rebounds a game type numbers. Um, but do like, serviceable for for backing up a John Quill Jones that's uh that's worth keeping tabs on so that's a player just to if you're new to the league new to this team and in your mind you need to remember that they're two different people last year's Jones did play center for this team and she played fairly well so uh that being said not a lot of movement with this team in the offseason if I'm being totally honest with you guys uh in like they they did we we didn't even touch on the draft in our mystics preview because they were the Mystics, and they didn't have any draft picks. Um, the Connecticut Sun did draft uh, Baylor's Dijon A. Carrington and Central Michigan's Michaela Kelly in back-to-back picks in the second round. Yeah. Um, so if you watched the college tournament, you know who Dijon A. Carrington is. Uh, she was leading the charge and trying to keep Baylor in it against UConn. Played an amazing game there. So that's that's fun. Uh, and they liked what they saw from Beatrice Montpremier last year. So they signed her to a two-year uh like basically like the two year we like you as a rookie. We'll keep you on board for a couple more years deal, um, which is a big deal for Connecticut because they like to play all their players. There's going to be some stuff uh, this year, like different rosters might cut players all the way down to 11 uh, just because they don't go that deep into their bench. And for cap reasons, they don't want to carry 12. 
I, I don't think we'll ever see Connecticut go below 12 players. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. I think that's a, that's a pretty safe bet to, to make. So I'm excited for this, this team. But again, it's, it's kind of a weird tier that we're in. Like we have those four teams that missed the playoffs and we all saw them as like their floor is bottom of the league, but their ceiling is like, if things go really right and a team ahead of them just tanks or gets injured or something, they could slip into that last, last playoff spot. And now we're in this tier with the Mystics and the Sun where it's like such good rosters on paper, such difficulty having all those players on the floor together yeah, for just all kinds of reasons. Yep. Um, so that, you know, that makes it hard to talk about the Sun in not just the way we were talking about before, but like now it's like, oh, like what do they do? You know, we know Alyssa Thomas won't be there. You know, Dewana Bonner, she'll be back. Tell me your thoughts on, and I'm very interested in this, both this team's ceiling and their floor this season. Okay. Uh, so last episode when we did Washington, I had a very wide range, right? Because Washington has one of the best rosters, um, but there's so much potential for volatility as far as who's available. Um, I don't feel that same way with Connecticut. I feel like their window is a lot tighter um, then I, then I had Washington. Um, I, I feel like what that Connecticut is still going to be about a middle of the pack team. Um, I think I don't see them missing the playoffs under just about any circumstance. I think that this, this is going to be a playoff team. I think their floor, if, if things really don't go well for them and they're just absolutely having a terrible time is like a seven, maybe eight seed. But I actually don't see them making a finals run either. I think that the range I'm putting them in is they are going to be a, they are going to be playing in the first round of the playoffs. So somewhere between fifth place and eighth place is, is exactly where I see Connecticut. Um, uh, just because uh, now if Alyssa Thomas was, was playing, I would bump that up considerably where she's gone. Um, Yes, you've got Jonquil Jones coming back, which honestly, Jonquil Jones is potentially an MVP candidate when she's on the floor. Like she's fantastic. I'm not taking anything away from that. Um, but I don't think, I just don't think they have quite enough to reach that upper echelon of, uh, especially the top two teams. And I would have a hard time seeing them in that three or four range as well. I think they're a five through eight seed. Um, based on what I'm seeing from the other teams right now. I'm going to add to this question in a way that I haven't in the past previews, but because it's Kurt Miller's squad, I feel like it warrants <laughs> this discussion. Sweet. I absolutely see them finishing the regular season outside of the top four. Mm-hmm. I think I think the top four teams in the league are going to be untouchable. Yeah. No one's going to slip into that group. Now, as a five or six or seven or eight seed, and, and I don't even know if they could finish as high as five. I'm not a right. big believer in this yeah. group in the in the regular season. I comfortably could say they're going to be the six or the seven seed. Yeah, but as a six seed, um, I don't want <laughs> I don't want to play them. Bet against them? No, I don't play them. We've we've got people in the chat <laughs> saying the ceiling this season is in the semis. I could see them winning some playoff games and getting themselves to the yeah. semis. Yeah, I don't think they're going to finish wins and losses record wise high enough to be the fourth seed going into the playoffs, get a first round bye or anything like that. But yeah. if you take a battle tested Sun team, which this team is, they've won some games and they've won some series over the last couple of years. You take that battle tested team and throw them up against 
even even a team that's looking at winning a championship this year, you take the Chicago Sky. They've got championship aspirations. They've got all stars all up and down their lineup. They're going to be, you know, whamming and jamming all year this year. They might finish the year with the best regular season record. If you throw yeah. them in a five game series <laughs> with the Sun, I'm still a little bit nervous for Chicago. I'm still nervous. Yes. And, and it's weird because I didn't think I was that big of a believer in this group when I was putting this like my notes together. But when it comes to playing battle-tested, well-coached teams in the playoffs, it starts to get a little tight. And uh, I, I think this Sun team wants to go further this year and not just punt another season from like the sixth seed. Yep, I'm. I agree. Um, having Jonquil Jones back is is absolutely massive, but I think absolutely equally detrimental is that Alyssa Thomas injury. This is a team that, yeah, if their shooting is on, this is a scary team. Like if they're hot, like you almost can't beat this team if their shooting is on. Um, I, they, I think they struggle a lot with, with, uh, you know, uh, accuracy around the perimeter, but if they're, if they're hitting like you're toast, like you, what do you do against Connecticut? If they're actually hitting from re- beyond the arc, like that's, it's just really tough. Um, yeah, I, this is a team that, yeah, I mean, took Vegas to five games last season without John Quill Jones and Vegas is likely my number one seed for this year, you know, because they didn't, and we'll get to them later, but they were that last year and they even added to that roster this year. And, uh, and I still think like that, that series probably goes at least four and maybe five games again. So, yeah, I, I see this as a regular season team finishing between the five and the eight spot that will then ruin someone's season. They'll, they'll <laughs> yeah. take out, they'll take out Phoenix or they'll take out Minnesota or yeah. they'll take out Los Angeles or some team that finished above them that we talk a lot more about on our podcast. They're going to take them out heartlessly. Oh, for sure. Mercilessly. I actually really uh, like that and, take. And be there at the end. So I don't think they can make the finals. I, I think their ceiling is below the finals. They, they're not going to be one of the last two standing. I don't think um, they'll beat either of the top two seeds. And I'm not sure exactly who the, who that is. I have a pretty good indication of who maybe three of those contenders are, but I don't see them beating either of the top two seeds, especially after having played in the playoffs. That's, I mean, this is all conjecture at this point, but I think that's a good, if, if you're looking to be a Sun fan this year, uh, your team's going to be in the postseason and maybe playing spoiler. After after having kind of a more middle of the road five hundred ish season, you're missing arguably your best player. That's what you. That's all you can ask for. Yeah, go get to the playoffs and play spoiler. Like what a fun season. The pressure's off. You're not like this is our year. We have to do it right now. Every all the stars are aligned. Like those seasons are so high pressure and so stressful. You can ask our other co-hosts, Jason and Steve, and like when they have a team that's making you know the World Series or whatever, like. It's so stressful because it's like, we have to do it right now. You don't have to feel that way as a Connecticut Sun fan this year. Yep. So as a Connecticut Sun fan, Kyle, what, what are some, what are some things like, not just like numbers or, or even necessarily returning players, but if you're trying to talk someone into maybe deciding on this is their team, what are your talking points? Here's my first talking point. And this is probably coming from someone who, has grown up their entire life being a fan of small market teams. And Logan, I think you'll appreciate this because I think you've got some of that small market love as well. Um, Connecticut is probably the smallest market like there is um, as far as uh, 
teams in the in the WNBA right now. Like it's a it's not a, a giant you know uh, area. Now you 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 are maybe pulling in some of maybe that Boston area that doesn't have a team or, or some of those other areas, but you're competing against. You know, New York and Washington, D.C., like you're competing against other areas that have teams in Connecticut. Connecticut is a hotbed for women's basketball because they've got the sun and Yukon. So this is an area that loves women's basketball. If you want to be a part of a community that absolutely just goes all out for women's sports, there might not be a better pick for you. And you get to do it while going with a small market team, which in my opinion is a lot of fun. Uh, going with small market teams is it, there's, there's something to that. You know, there's a little bit of pride of like, yeah, like, okay, LA or New York or, you know, Chicago or Miami or like some of these larger markets and me able to take them down as like, yeah, Bradenton, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's like, that's what's up, you know, like, like I'm just I'm really stoked about uh, uh about that small market team and to be honest this is a team that it's all about the team there's uh, there's other um they're not they're not a uh, oh man they're an accumulation of just the all stars they're not like the Golden State Warriors of years past or the Brooklyn Nets of this year this is a team that it's really like about like the sum of its parts is much greater than individually they would be like by themselves. Like they, they absolutely play team basketball at the highest level. If you want to have, if you've got, you know, children or you're a, maybe you're a coach or a parent of a child that is learning to play basketball, this is absolutely the team that you want them to watch. So there's my pitch for anybody who wants to be a Connecticut Sun fan and see if that's what they're what they're about. That's perfect. You, yeah, you're definitely speaking my language with the small market appeal. Uh, you know that would hit me in the right in the right places. Did I say Bradenton? I meant Uncasville. Bradenton was where uh, the Wubble <laughs> was last year. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I got. I meant Uncasville. Yeah, repping Uncasville though. It's point point is <laughs> made. All right, where's the t-shirt? <laughs> Where's repping Uncasville? <laughs> <laughs> uh, something else. This kind of bleeds into my fun stat for the Connecticut Sun. Uh, but something else to note: uh, this Sun team has qualified uh, eight of, uh, eight of the fourteen years it's been in Connecticut. It's qualified for the playoffs. Four of those playoff appearances were the last four consecutive years. Um, and and like I said before, Kurt Miller has been the coach for five years, missed the playoffs that first season, and ever since they have been around and not just around to be first round fodder for better teams. But I don't know if you guys remember this. And if you're, if you're new to the league this year, um, sit down and enjoy a little bit of story time here. Uh, Chicago sky didn't just have hype coming into this season. They had a lot of hype last season. Yeah. Um, Allie, Allie quickly was playing well. Courtney Vandersloot. A lot of people were calling for her to win the MVP. Um, there's a whole bunch of talk around the league, the entire level season that she was the best point guard in the game. Not a lot of things could refute that. She set all time records for assists and all sorts of other things. Uh, the Connecticut sun ushered them out of the playoffs in one game. Yeah. One and done. That's fun. No more Chicago sky because the sun are just that team. As someone who has <laughs> a Courtney Vandersloot Jersey hanging up behind him at this moment, that was fun. We'll get talking about the sky soon. Don't worry, sky fans. We'll get to you guys. But if you're if you're a Sun fan and you like playing underdog and you like upsetting teams that get more hype and you like being a little bit bitter about your small market uh, 
treatment, I guess. There is there is a, a disrespect with the capital CT uh, <laughs> hashtag that you get to use if you're a Connecticut Sun fan on Twitter. Um, so there are a lot of reasons to be a fan of this team. Thanks for doing this team preview with me, Kyle. This Absolutely. Really fun. Uh, we, we will have more coming up super quick because we got to get them out before the season starts. But I think we covered everything we wanted to cover today. Kyle, show plugs. You want to race through them for me? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the best way to get in contact with us, everybody, is to follow us on our Twitter at WNBA Nation Pod. Um, that's where you can, you can hit us up with a DM. You can find all of, all of our Twitter feed there. Um, that's where we're the most active. Um, if you're looking to, um, uh, you know, just help out our show, uh, simply subscribe wherever you happen to be listening to this. If you are on Apple podcasts, uh, a five star review would be absolutely epic. We appreciate every single one of those that we receive. And if you happen to write, uh, an actual review, uh, we will read it out loud on Mike and, uh, and give you a shout out that way. Um, so, uh, yeah, if you're, if you're looking to do that, that's, that absolutely helps spread the word. Um, probably the most fun and interactive way to hang out with us is here on our Twitch stream. And, uh, we record almost all of our episodes live on Twitch as well as some additional content that doesn't always go up on the actual, um, uh, podcast feed. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're like, man, like I'd love to, to chat more and actually interact with the guys a little bit more, um, Come on over to Twitch. It's super easy. It's literally like an app on your phone or it's a website on your desktop. Like it's super easy. Um, and you can just sit here and chat live with us while we record. Um, you know, we do a lot of, you know, pre-record chat with, with, uh, the, the Twitch feed here and, uh, and a lot of, uh, post-record, uh, interaction. So that's a lot of fun. Um, but, uh, yeah, other than that, the, Make sure you check out our merch store. It's WNBA Nation, uh, dot store dot com. And Jason has some excellent designs up there and we'll have more and more of those coming your way. Um, Jason actually is, uh, uh, in the process of, you know, finding a, a home to live in. And so he's, he's working on that right now. And so he's, he's busy, but those will be coming down the pipeline. Make sure you're paying attention there. Uh, yeah. Did I miss anything, Logan? No, I think that pretty much covers it. This is, uh, Man, this is the the Sun preview. Chicago's up next. Stay tuned. It's going to come at you fast. We've got a season coming up on us in just 11 days from uh, the time of this recording. So we're going to get after it. Uh, If there's nothing else, Jason's going to hit the outro music because uh, hopefully he's not dealing with tornadoes anymore and he's editing this audio right now. (laughs) And we will talk to you very soon. Uh, Until that time, I'm Logan Jones. I'm Kyle Haywood. And we got you next time.